Hey friends, welcome to my new mini-series, Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Each day of October, I will be reading at least one scary story, ranging anywhere from true crime to paranormal to everything in between. So go ahead and grab you a drink, a snack, and get in a comfy spot because you're in for a ride. Hope you enjoy! guys i'm finally caught up on all of my episodes this is episode 21 of my spooktober mini series countdown to halloween and it is october 21st so i am officially caught up also starting today there are only 10 days left of the spooktober event so I want to do something special for the like next 10 days. I don't know what it's gonna be or how I'm gonna do it, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. But today I'm gonna be reading some more Reddit stories for y'all. Um, I just have two fairly decent length ones. Um, they're not too long, but they're also not short. So I feel like they're gonna fit pretty good in the time frame that I achieve or hope to achieve when I'm filming these, recording these, sorry. I always forget that filming is like visual. Um, I'm simply recording, I'm not filming right now. Um, also, I don't know where my brain just went. I was gonna say something, but it totally just slipped my mind and that tend to ha- tends to happen to me quite a lot. I think I'm just too excited to finally be caught up with all of my episodes. Um, but anyway, Let's just get to the stories. Um, This first one is called, hold on. Gotta go to my saved stories. There we go. This first one is called, thought I was having a mental breakdown, but it was actually an entity by Crime Squad Pod. This will be really long, so I apologize. It's my first Reddit post, but I feel it's an interesting story. First off, I've always had something, specifically an ability to hear, see, feel spiritual entities. It started when I was a young child, but as I grew older, the logical side of me took over and I didn't want to believe. I bought a home and lived there for five years before selling. When I moved in, I felt a strange feeling, but I cast it aside. I did notice the following. Number one, the door to the basement had a chain lock, which would prevent the door from being open to the main floor from the basement. Number two, there was an enclosed space under the basement stairs, and there were five unframed mirrors set up or left by the former owners. It had a strange smell. Number three, I was afraid of the basement. Not sure why, but I refused to go down there. My roommate did our laundry because I couldn't handle it. I would often hear footsteps at night, and when my boyfriend slept over, he said he would see my bedroom door opening and closing. Around October, I started getting a very strange feeling that I couldn't shake. It got to the point where I didn't want to be home alone, and it was getting harder to explain away the things that would happen. For instance, I'd put something away in the kitchen, and it would end up back on the counter when I left or came back in. One time, I was baking something, and when I went to find my oven mitt, it was gone. I looked through the entire house, except for the basement, lol, trying to logically explain where it could have ended up. Finally, after about 20 minutes of searching, I stood in the kitchen and loudly yelled, 
Where the fuck is it? Sorry for my language. I heard a sound behind me, turned around, and there it was, sitting on the kitchen floor. From there, things intensified. I would feel the room get thick with another presence. I'm in my late 20s and didn't want to be a baby, but it was getting real. I literally thought maybe I was having some kind of mental breakdown. Real shit. One time I was so scared I called my grandma, who also has some kind of ability, and instantly, as soon as she picked up the phone, there was no hellos. She said, worried, what's going on in your house? I asked why. She said, because I hear a ton of voices. Are you having a party? Nope, home alone. My back door started to vibrate, like open and shut really quickly, but very slightly. And I basically left until my roommate got home. I decided I was going to sell the house. After I decided this, I started seeing what I perceived to be a toddler, a boy. He was very cheeky and wanted to have fun. In preparation to sell, I had to go down to the basement to clean. I went to one section and instantly felt a presence. It was an infant, however. It couldn't really communicate. I calmly said hello and asked how it had passed away. I instantly felt intense heat, as though a fire was burning. Ran upstairs and asked my boyfriend to come help me, or at least be downstairs with me while I was cleaning. I went back down, and in the same area as before, where I felt the heat, I found a puppy toy that I hadn't seen in years, as my dog was fully grown. I bent to grab it and heard a voice clear as day say, please leave the toy. At this point, I figured I'd just see where all this took me, and I said, okay. I left the toy where it was. I turned around to grab the broom handle as I'd been sweeping, and it flew away from my hand as though someone slapped it away. Instinctively, I said out loud, now that's not very nice. Boyfriend comes in and says, who are you talking to? So I spill the beans that I've been seeing and hearing a little boy. Fast forward, my grandfather, an electrician, comes to look at my circuit board to clean it up before I list the house. He says, one of your dog toys is sitting at the bottom of the stairs. I didn't put it there. Dog doesn't go to the basement. Spirit was playing with it? Maybe. He says, oh, there used to be a kiln in here. I say, what? And he says, there's a label here on this electrical panel marked kiln. Q full body chills. I felt fire slash heat. Coincidence? The day I have the first showing, my dryer breaks. It's in the basement. By this point, I'm regularly talking out loud to this little boy. I tell him just because he breaks things doesn't mean I'm staying at the house and to stop being naughty. I walk to my stairs to go down and I kid you not, I feel a slight push and I fall down the stairs. I landed on my stomach at the bottom and slid across the laminate floor. I left the house and refused to go back unless I had someone with me. Oddly enough, the house in a desirable neighborhood completely renovated and upgraded in a market where houses were going for approximately $80,000 over asking didn't sell right away. Most places at this time were selling in a day, not mine. And the feedback from prospective buyers Something didn't feel right. What? Weird. Finally, it sold, and the person who bought it gave me weird vibes. Really weird vibes. So that's my story. Feel free to weigh in or ask questions. That little boy was not very happy about them being in their house. Um, But that's sad, because it's probably just a little boy who is stuck there for eternity, and he just wants some attention, and... He's probably angry. I would be angry too, and I would be breaking things, and I would be playing with toys if I was a little boy who was stuck in a boring house all by myself. 
All right, this is the last one I'm reading for the day or night. I don't know what time it is for y'all, but it is kind of long as well. So um, let's hope that I can get through this without messing up 70 times. This one is written by someone named J6Fan, um, J-A-E, 6Fan. The word or the number six is spelled out as the word. It's not the number. I had an entity attached to me for four years and I think it's back. That's the title. Trigger warning, mentions of self-harm and abuse. I wanted to say firstly, I'm a medium. I'm able to feel the presence of spirits and they tend to cling to me. When I was about 14, a spirit I eventually named Josh had made his presence known. At this time, I wasn't aware of the extent of my abilities, nor was I knowledgeable on spirits. I had mistaken him for my spirit guide. However, at the same time, I had been waking up with scratches and bruises. I constantly felt watched. I had thought Josh made himself known to protect me from whatever else had intruded my home. I used to harm myself, and my razors would go missing. I'd find them later, hidden under furniture, somewhere I'd never even think to put them. I'd feel cold hands on my arms when I'd cry. I thought I was safe, but I was mistaken. Josh became extremely possessive, driving me away from people I was fond of, but at the same time, he'd given me warnings of people who may hurt me. I had gone on one of those ghost walk tours while on vacation. When they brought out the spirit box, it very clearly said my last name, two syllables. I answered and it said my friend's name, again, two syllables. Then it said something I couldn't understand. I assume now that it was fight, but I can't be sure. It was mostly confusing at the time because she wasn't even there. I just left it alone. Once school started, I had developed a crush. Josh wasn't happy about that. He began slamming doors and knocking things over. Every time I tried to talk to someone on my phone, it would start typing all by itself. It even affected my friends on the other end. I never dated my crush. However, when I got into a relationship with someone else, the events calmed down ever so slightly. We took a trip to Disney World and my boyfriend at the time told me about all the weird things that were happening in his room. Their tub would fill up on its own. Things suddenly got really tense out of nowhere and he broke up with me. However, that only made Josh angrier. My ex's belongings started to go missing when we got home and our, ex- and our texting was constantly interrupted by our phone switching apps or sending random things. One night we were talking and something terrifying happened to me. I'm certain now that it was Josh, but at the time I thought the harmful entity was separate. While me and my ex texted, I felt a hard weight on my legs. I couldn't move my legs at all. It hurt and I started to panic. Luckily, because of how I was holding my phone, I was still able to move my arms and text him. I told him what was happening and he prayed for me. It couldn't have been more than five minutes, but it felt like hours before I could move again. Just shortly after, my sister took a picture in the mirror in the bathroom, just down the hall from my room at the time. In the doorway, looking from the hallway, there was a face. It was disturbing and it didn't look human at all. There was a hand holding onto the door frame. I wasn't sure what to do at that point. I just switched which room I stayed in, hoping it would stop. Eventually, I got into another relationship. Josh calmed me down more, however, the fight foreshadowed between me and my friend finally happened, and it was hell. It was traumatic, and still six years later, it affects me. Maybe the spirit that talked to me was Josh, or maybe it was my actual spirit guide. I'm not fully sure still. The new boyfriend wasn't good, not for my physical, mental, or spiritual health. He was abusive and manipulative, and he lived next to a cemetery. He was literally the perfect recipe for PTSD. 
which I've been diagnosed with. He was all of this, but the spirit that was so possessive over me seemingly left while I was with him. I wish he left. After I broke up with my ex, Josh came back angrier than ever. Me and my new friend regrettably communicated with him. He hated her. He tore posters off my walls, threw albums and figurines at me and my sister, knocked on doors and walls. He was violent, and when we communicated, he would lie, and if I caught him, he'd get heated. My friend can see auras, and at one point, he went red. He was pissed. We decided it was best to leave him alone. I went on a spiritual trip across country to meet more people like me. A much older medium helped me get rid of him. She said he was clinging so tightly to me and draining me. I felt him leave. It was cold and scary. He'd been attached to me for four long years. I'm 20 now, and sadly, despite being more practiced, I still struggle with spirits. My garage door opened on its own one day. I went to close it, and I got scratched in the face. I'm afraid that he's still here. Wow. That's really creepy um, and terrifying. I cannot imagine. I just can't imagine um, being something being attached to me like that, like and not being able to. I guess, like in some senses, you can see it slash hear it slash feel it. So it does. It's like it's real, but at the same time, it's not in this realm. It's not something that exists coexists with us. You know. So that's just. Oh, it, I've been getting literally chills every time I read these stories. I hate it so much. Um, but I'm finally caught up, you guys. I'm super excited. There are 10 days left until Halloween, and I still have not decided what I'm going to be. Um, but I will be posting on my Instagram. Make sure you go and follow me, IMBM Podcast. And um, that will also be in the description of this episode. And I can't wait to get back to my regular content. I miss you guys. I miss just talking and just chilling. Um, don't get me wrong. I love the Spooktober. I love reading these creepy stories. But Sometimes it's nice to just sit down and just talk and not have to read anything or research or take notes or any of that. So I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thank you for joining. I love you and goodbye. Okay, friends, please be sure to join me again tomorrow for the next episode of Countdown to Halloween, 31 Days of Spooktober. Keep it creepy.